Greetings innovators, how you doing? How's it going? How are you? Welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, Dr. Vivid. I am so glad to be with you once again. So let's not delay. We've been delayed enough. Come on, let's get to the episode. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello guys, hello, hello, hello. I have missed you. Please be with me as we ignore the chirping of every single one of my (laughs) smoke detectors (laughs) in my home. I am but a lonely 5'2". I need a stepladder or a tall person to come and help me because the task is truly honestly and literally beyond me okay hmm had to take a sip of my eggnog y'all thank you for being here with me once again the week was ever so trying (laughs) your girl needed an emotional rest um my client low has been very very heavy um the content of my sessions has been very heavy i've been having some personal matters and then on top of that guys your girl got a i have a allergic reaction which morphed into a gnarly rash which morphed into an infection and then i have an infected toe so it hurts to walk and then someone broke into my truck so (laughs) i am sorry for the delay but my life honestly was like we gotta get to this episode where we actually can have a piece of peace and that peace is being brought to you by the sounds of kids who have eaten thanksgiving dinner and are now playing on a tablet and sleeping Shout out to the parents with the small kids that just need a break. I'm going to take another sip of eggnog. I hope that if you celebrate the holiday, it treated you well. If you don't celebrate the holiday, if you had some time off, that treated you well. You know, I just hope that you find peace in what can be a bit of a stressful and chaotic time, which we're going to get into later in the episode. But how you doing? How you been? Have you been tested? How's your spirit? How's your soul? How's your mental health? How's your heart? I hope all of those things are okay or healing. And if you're not okay, I want you to understand that that is okay as well. Reach out to me or reach out to your tribe, reach out to your network, reach out to a therapist, reach out to whomever you need to when you have the strength to fight to be okay again. Y'all, I'm going to drink this eggnog the whole episode. So if you just hear me taking like these sips and I'm taking control sips because if you know me, okay, if you ever want to audition to me to be my significant other, There are two things that, (laughs) this smoke detector is going to take me out. There are two things that you need to know. 
One, I snort when I laugh when something is fucking hilarious to me. And also, I drink when I'm thirsty, especially since I I breastfed for almost two years with, with JoJo and breastfed on demand and I'm still recovering. I always feel dehydrated. So when it's at its peak, my drinking sounds so intense. <laughs> so I am taking paused gulps away from the mic <laughs> and controlling the way it sounds so y'all don't make fun of me because it's truly not cute, but it's okay. It's me. <laughs> you know what? You know what time it is. Let's get into the rest of the episode. Let's go. What's happening? What goes on here? Y'all. Y'all. I need to ask you a question. Um, Unfortunately, um, my fellow African-Americans, my black folk, we watched a couple of trials that have um, been taking social media by storm. We had people glued to their TV screens and their phones and computers, their tablets, waiting for verdicts and such. Um... Kyle Rittenhouse, bye. Like, we live in a world where, what's happening? What goes on here? How you coddle a murderer the entire trial? Like, is he your son now? I'm not even gonna give the judge any clout by saying his name. Is that your son now? Are are, Are you his adoptive parent? Like, they're literally, we have congressmen who have offered this murderer a job an internship he's gone to see trump like they're they're support they're y'all are out here coddling a whole ass murderer and it bothers my soul but it doesn't surprise my soul you know why because I'm a black woman in the United States of America. A lot of the shit that involves white supremacy or capitalism doesn't surprise me. But, you know, and then I would like to. (laughs) These cries, these these cries that he did, these ugly, please look at my pain cries. Like, who taught him that? Who taught him that? Like, y'all are wild, wild. And I've seen a lot of people on social media saying things like, well, you have to agree with the verdict. And like, no, shut up. Like, I'm so tired of living in a world where I know the justice system is going to do something to prove that I shouldn't trust it every day. Um, and then there are the chances, there are slim instances, um, when we see something work in our favor and we're, then we're surprised by it. We're surprised when things work the way they're supposed to. And that's the shitty thing about the justice system, social justice and race relations in this country. Um, I'm tired, but like that cry he was doing, (laughs) what is that? What is that? Who taught you that? Who taught him how to cry like that? What's happening here? 
and not a tear dropped. Not a tear dropped. And then I heard some people saying, you know, like they saw pictures of him leaving the court um, courthouse and he's all smiles in the car. And we understand it. Yeah. Getting off of escaping murder charges. Yeah. You probably are happy that you escaped with your life while other people that you killed did not. But yeah, it's the it's the glee like, yeah, we did it. That pisses me off. Because you still don't show any respect for the lives that you took. But you getting all these shout outs from all of these terribly supremacy aligned white men. And nobody sees a problem with that either. Anyway, another day in America. I just wanted, I'm, I'm really just bothered by the cry of it all. The cry. It's like, don't do that. What's happening? What goes on here? <laughs> so today, because we are smack dab in holiday season, I wanted to talk to you guys about taking care of yourself during this season and setting realistic expectations for yourself. How to keep yourself emotionally safe during the holiday season. You know, we just, it's Thanksgiving. Um, many of us are accustomed to spending time with friends and family. And because of the pandemic, most of us haven't seen each other in a while. Um, but you know how it goes. Questions. People have questions about what you're doing. And if you have kids, are you having more? If you don't have kids, when you're having them, who's in your love life? Who's not in your life? How's your job going? How's school going? Guess what? If you are not in the mental space to answer these questions because the questions are associated or connected to stress and stress reactions, you don't have to submit yourself to these conversations. You don't. I want to talk about that. I'm here to enjoy you all. Enjoy some food and have a good time. And that's it. That's it. That is your statement. I am your PR. <laughs> you don't have to uh, even be around certain people, you know. We joke about it a lot, especially on social media, about, you know, the different types of family members um, that uh, come to these gatherings during the holidays. But if there is someone that you know is going to be there, you could choose to be somewhere else. Or you can choose not to interact with that person at all. And your mental health, your emotional well-being, your frustration tolerance should not be tested because of interactions during holiday, holiday gatherings. You know, like so many of us like, oh, I got to go here. I got to go. But do you really? Do you really? If you don't show up, can somebody else make what you're making? Or if you show up to just show up and don't bring anything because that's some places that's cool. The world isn't going to end. Oh, they're going to talk about why I'm there. Okay. They were going to talk about you while you were there. Choose your peace. Choose your peace. 
you know, set boundaries about what you want to be talked, what you want to be talked about and things that are just off limits. Things related to your sexuality, things related to your gender identity, things related to um, your your current dating life, your weight, your job. If all of these things are known for strangers, for people on the street, for your coworkers, for your acquaintances, don't allow people that are connected to you by blood or by marriage to cross those boundaries. Because people that are closer to you should know better or be shown better. Okay? Also, sometimes going to different places tires us out. When I was younger, um, my mom and my stepdad, we used to go to a bunch of different houses during the holiday season from Thanksgiving to New Year's. And it drained me. From aunts, this person's house, to grandma, this person's house, to bop, 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 bop. It was an all-day, all-night affair. So as an adult, I really love just being in one place. I just, because I don't have to rip and run or I don't have to manage my time. No, I can just chill in one place or be in my house. If you are one of those people who don't want to do the rip and run, it's okay. Say that. I would love to see y'all, but I'll catch y'all next year or I'll catch y'all for this occasion. Or I just need a break. Where some people are longing for social interaction this year, there are other people who are like, I have been exposed to it. And because it's been weird or it's been overwhelming because I went hard body, like I wanted to go to everything once I got vaccinated or once I the world opened up or whatever. I want to do everything. I want to do all the things. And now I'm tired. And it's holiday time. This time I'm supposed to be on. No, you don't have to be on. You're not getting paid to show, to show up and, and be present and be in the holiday spirit. No, if you don't feel like using that emotional labor, that physical labor, don't. Don't let these commercials, <laughs> these advertisements trick you into believing that you will have to muster up the little bit of energy you have left to be on for people. That's stressful, forcing yourself to socialize when you don't have it in you. You're not giving your best self. It's, it's Don't do that to yourself. And then when people question because you're not giving your best self, then you're frustrated and irritated. You're like, damn, I should have stayed at home. Don't do more than you feel you can do. Which brings me to the other thing. Please, let's break up with commercialism. Don't let these stores, these retailers, these brands, these advertisements get you sad and then the dumps this year. There are going to be this, this there's, there isn't going to be this available or oh, hike up the houses, the prices on this. We're out of this, right? No, that's not what the holidays are about, you know? Don't go into financial and emotional debt trying to provide tangible gifts for people. Don't do it. Stop stressing yourself out. Staying up for all these sales and plotting this and moving this money from this account to this. And all I got to say, no, please give within your means. 
And sometimes giving within your means is just giving your time and your presence and not something that takes a monetary donation to some corporation. It's okay. It's okay. Do what you can. You're not competing with anybody. You're not. Don't not put yourself in a situation where you're being drained emotionally because you feel like you have to give something to someone that and it has to cost this much and it has to be this big and it has to and I have to no their love for you is not tied to gifts and if it is you need to question and figure some things out about your place in that relationship secondly don't feed into the beast the corporate beast These things that you're buying right now will exist. They will exist in some way, form, or fashion the day after this holiday and that holiday and the other holiday. I don't want to leave any of them out. There's a lot of them that are coming up. (laughs) So just be gentle with yourself and work within your means because you don't want to wait till after the holiday season to try to clean it all up emotionally and financially finding out you're in the red and being overwhelmed by all that you gave out please take care of yourself financially and emotionally also acknowledge that you know you may feel like sending cards and facebook messages and text messages to everyone you know Wishing them a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, you know, any, whatever it is. Understand that everybody is not in the holiday spirit. Some people are like, fa-la-la-la, whatever. <laughs> Some people don't have it in them. It may be because of grief. Um, A lot of people who lose their loved ones, their friends, people who mean something to them, their family... The holidays is hard. The holidays are a tough time for them because it just reminds them of that connectivity, those connections, that communication that's not there, that that love. The energy, the memories are there, but the body is absent in their grief. So they may not have the same energy for you. And that's okay. That is completely okay. Allow them to have their space. And let's be careful. I People are like, you ever get tired of toxic positivity? Yes, I do. Be careful. Like, oh, where's your spirit? Oh, they would have wanted you to do. Please don't, don't press. Don't project what you believe someone who has passed on will want. Don't, you're you're mixing your your beliefs and what that person's real beliefs were. So not only are you telling them in their grief that they are wrong for feeling the sadness due the due to the absence and the heaviness that is attached to that absence, now you're gonna tell them you don't they don't know the person they're grieving as well as they thought they did, and that's harmful. And even if it's true, 
that that person will want them to be happy? Would that person love them and know them enough to give them the space to grieve so they can be happy, so they can be connected to everyone and feel some sense of joy and holiday spirit again? But that's not for you to control. Let people go through the motions in a safe manner. And I know that can be a little unpleasant for you. Like, dang, this person seems disconnected and detached. Well, be there for them. Be supportive. But you forcing someone to feel something that they don't have the space to feel, that's just going to make them want to withdraw more. So please be careful with your words. It's holiday season. And for those who are dealing with grief and loss, You are seen. I acknowledge you. I know these times can be very tough. Do whatever you need to to pour into yourself, to level yourself, and to honor the memory of the person that you miss. Do whatever you need to to honor those memories during this time and hold space for yourself. You are seen. And to those who just don't do holidays and it's not because of family issues, it's not because of grief and bereavement and loss, it may be due to you're dealing with seasonal depression. You know, this time of the year, your your symptoms are in a, a whoo, an upswing and you just don't have it in you to give as much energy, humor, bubbliness, whatever it may be, it's okay. You are not a machine. You have different moods. You have symptoms that impact those moods. Do what you need to do for yourself. The people around you who know, understand, and just want you to find relief and want you to be okay. So if that means you're not doing as much as far as you're not planning the holiday events, you're just going to attend them, you're not attending many or none at all, baby, do what's best for you. Be kind to yourselves this holiday season, okay? Can we promise to do that? Say it. I promise to be kind to myself this holiday season, no matter how I choose to or choose not to celebrate, all right? And if no one's told you, I love you. During the holiday season, before and after. Let's get to the rest of the episode. It's time for whale mail. Well, mail, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mail, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I came up with today. <laughs> it's time for well, mail. This is the part of the episode where I answer your questions to all things mental health and wellness related, and of course, life related. And I have been loving all of the interaction and engagement I've been getting from you guys. Thank you to my TikTok folk. Thank you to my Instagram, Twitter, 
Um, thank you to my Facebook folks. Thank you to my clubhouse folk. Yes. I thank all of you for your submissions. And thank you to those who know how to mosey all in to my email. That's contact at drvivid.com. Doctor spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-V-I-V-I-D. Yes, contact at drvivid.com. So, you guys, today's question came from the clubhouse streets. Yes, I'm still there. Occasionally, you can find me in a room called the Battle Buddies Tribe. You good, sis, mental health check-in. I am on there occasionally. I used to be on there weekly, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But due to my client scheduling, I try to pop in when I can. Um, I think it starts at 11.30 Central Time. So, you know, I, I usually pop in around 12.30, 1 o'clock <laughs> Eastern Time. Um, so, yeah. We were talking about um, in the last clubhouse and, uh, we were talking about a lot of things, boundaries and the holidays and forgiveness. And one of the things that, um, kept coming up was dealing with people over the holidays, um, that have hurt you, especially your parents or your caregivers. And I said, well, do you deal with these people? My question to you all is, do you deal with them throughout the rest of the year? Most people are like, nah. Well, just because it's a holiday doesn't mean they get a pass to be an asshole or be disruptive in your life. Your boundaries are your boundaries are your boundaries are your boundaries. And a holiday does not change that. A Christmas tree, some turkey, your aunt's crooked wig at the spades table. None of those things change that, you know. I think um, the holiday season, I think people get the, the idea that we have to be nice to people because it's the holidays. You can be nice and be cordial and still have nothing to do with someone. Me being nice is... Maybe acknowledging your presence by meeting your gaze, but not, you know, giving you anything other. You are not obligated to entertain people who hurt you because it's the holiday season. Understand that. And that does not make you a Grinch, a bitch, ridiculous, anti-family or anything. We don't get to pretend that everything is okay because there is a holiday attached to a gathering. You don't have to submit yourself to that foolishness. So if there is an event where there's a person who is a perpetual line stepper in your life, a boundary pusher, you can choose not to attend. You can choose to attend and have no contact, but please don't fake because of the holidays, because then people like to use that um, presentation as an excuse to pester you, to start up communication channels if you have shut them off, 
um, or to say that, oh, everything that we were upset about or you were upset about or that you sat uh, set in stone last time doesn't matter anymore because I saw them over the holidays and they spoke and they were fine and we were cool and they we did this together and we did that together. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't let Rudolph, don't, don't, <laughs> don't let, I don't celebrate pilgrims, but don't let a cornucopia, don't let um, a dreidel, don't let Kooji Chakalia, don't let any of these things make you feel like you have to do fake nice with someone. Keep your boundaries, even during the holidays. That was a quick well mail. <laughs> Let's get on to the rest of the episode. Hey, hey, it's time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I tell you what I've been listening to, what's been inspiring me, what's been helping me reflect, what's been bringing me joy, what have I been wearing out and you guys this honestly this week has been so busy I've been a little bit emotionally disconnected from music which was the first one of the first signs for me that I needed to ramp up my self-care because music is everything to me and not being able to connect emotionally was like all right y'all let's let's regroup let's let's get you what you need because this is one of the um the biggest coping tools you have outside of therapy and you're not connecting with it but all is not lost um Adele dropped 30 and honestly I've only listened to easy on me and my little love And I am deeply connected to My Little Love because it's a song to which uh, uh, she's singing to, basically singing to her son about how she feels um, about him and her feelings about her divorce and how her life and her decisions have impacted him. And as a mom who is divorced, I resonate with that so deeply um, because divorce is big. Even if it's not one of those nasty ones, kids go through a lot of changes. Household changes, rule changes, the way they see their parents, the perception of love. Everything changes no matter how great of a co-parent you are or you try to be. So just hearing her be raw and vulnerable and of give this um, apologetic love letter to her child, it was, it, it, it definitely struck a couple chords in my heart. Y'all, y'all, other than that, iTunes said, well, Apple Music said, hey, you know what you need in your life? JoJo Essentials. And I was like, I thought I already had this in my Apple <laughs> Music library. And they're like, no. So um, the other day when I was driving, it just popped up and I played it to try to, you know, reconnect. And definitely some songs I was able to reconnect. And it's not JoJo, you know, that's the thing. If JoJo can't reach me, <laughs> it's just um, music and I 
have such a deep relationship. Um, it has saved me so many times. So I feel like after this week's rest, um, I have a lot of big things coming up this week. I think I'm going to go back, listen to all of Adele 30, listen to some other new music that drops, and then we'll talk about taking a beat next week. But I want to know what have you been listening to and what music do you really put in your Copa Skills toolbox? Like what's the jam that you have that helps shake you out of a mood or no matter what you can sing the lyrics to? I would like to know. All right, let's get to the rest of the episode. All right, all right, all right. It's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where we talk about things that can help you as coping tools, as coping skills, some strategies, some things that can make your life easier, decrease your stress, whether you're in between therapists about to start or you're working with one and need something to hold you over into the next session. Even if you don't have a therapist, there are definitely some tools that you can use. Okay, this week, I wanted to talk to you about mood tracking, especially this time of year. Yes, mood tracking. So there's so many apps um, that you have, whether it be in Google Play, whatever that store is. I think that's what the store name is, or the app store for iOS. There are so many apps that you can use to track your mood. Um, I have a number of clients that use mood trackers to keep up with their mood on a daily, weekly basis. I think using a mood tracker is, it, it gives you so much information about yourself. Duh, we're talking about your mood, but we're also seeing how your mood fluctuates. We're also seeing how long you have been feeling a particular way, how long has the mood lasted? And that can be helpful for you when you're trying to figure out why you've been um, feeling some of the symptoms you've been experiencing, why you've been having some of the interactions you've been having. And it's definitely some good evidence, some good data to talk about with your therapist or with your friends about like, dang, I've been realizing that I have been feeling this way and I tracked my mood this week and four out of five days, I was really irritable for most of the day, you know? It also gives you information I love um, that your mood tracker, when you're looking at it over the week, if you do it hour by hour or as close to as hour by hour as you can, you can actually figure out what is triggering the mood, what is creating the mood, what is sustaining the mood. Were you happy this morning, but then as soon as you got to work and for the remainder of the workday, you were irritable? Do you find that you're more chipper after or in between classes? Um, do you find that your weekends are great, but your weekdays are trash when it comes to your mood? It helps us figure out where to insert 
more self-care, more coping skills that can help you either come out of the undesirable mood state or figure out what we can do to decrease the stress, um, figure out what we can do to help alter the schedule so that you're not feeling so many negative mood-related symptoms. So I definitely am 100% behind mood tracking apps. And also, if you're not an app guy, girl, folk, um, you can use a journal and write down what your mood is. If you can remember hour by hour, you can set a timer, check in with yourself. Like every hour, write down, how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Simple. You can use a word. You can use an emoji, a picture that you're drawing. Have your own system and just check it every day to see how your day went. And definitely go back at the end of the week and look from beginning to end and see, wow, this this is what's been going on with me. It gives you a lot of insight about the number of stressors you have, um, the breaks that you have, the me time that you have. Oh, it's so insightful. You can even do it in a, a video or a voice, voice memo style. You know, it's 7.59 p.m. I'm checking in. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> you know, check in again in the next hour. It's 8.59 p.m. You know what? I'm, I think I'm just tired. I think I'm just sleepy. I'm going to go to sleep. You know, at whatever way you feel is comfortable for you, track your mood. And you'll begin to see things about your personality, about what affects your mood, what triggers you. If Do you notice that um, some of the things that involve exhaustion, uh, tiredness, irritability, when are you seeing those type of words brought up? Who are you interacting with when you're feeling those feelings? When you're alone, how is your mood? So use a mood tracker to get more insight about yourself, to share through your journaling experience, to share with your life coach, your therapist, and talk about how you can use that data to pour into yourself, set boundaries, create a structure that's more fulfilling, more satisfying. Try it out. Tell me how it goes. All right, let's go. Next, next, what's next? You know what's next. It's time for the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focused on Breathing, mindfulness, relaxation, body awareness, and most importantly, you. This is going to be a guided experience. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and follow along with me. Now, if you aren't able to close your eyes, lay, sit, or stand still, it's okay. It's a podcast. You can stop, pause, and come back to me later when you are in a safe place and can follow along with the least 
amount of distraction possible. All right. I'm going to give you a second to get ready, settled. Okay. Let's begin. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. I want you to imagine that you're outside in a field. The weather is perfect for you. It's the daytime. You can feel the sun on your skin. It's not overpowering, it's inviting. This is a safe place, a peaceful place. I want you to visualize flowers and leaves of a variety of colors. Reach out, smell some, touch some. Remember how it feels. Take in how it smells. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. I want you to draw your attention to a flower or a plant with many leaves. Pluck it up. Look at it. You're gonna use this flower for our next exercise or this plant. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. I want you to imagine that the petals on the flower or these many leaves on this plant, I want you to visualize. I want you to make them symbolic of all the things that have been bothering you. And I want you to assign each of those stressors to a petal or a leaf. Take a deep breath in, let it out. I want you to pick a petal or a leaf let it blow in the wind and when you do so 
I want you to say, I release you. You no longer belong to me. Pick a petal. Mm. Judgment. Let it fly in the wind. You no longer belong to me. Pick a petal or a leaf. Fear. I release you. You no longer belong to me. Say that insecurity out loud. Pick it from the petal, the leaf. Let it flow in the wind and tell it, I release you. You no longer belong to me. Continue this until you picked your petals and your flowers to your desired end. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. Self-doubt, I release you. You no longer belong to me. Deep breath in. Self-hatred, I release you. You no longer belong to me. Deep breath in. Let it out. Continue to pick your petals, your leaves, and let them blow in the wind. Now, I want you to take a deep breath and we say aloud. And when we exhale, we're going to go, I release the things that don't serve me and don't belong to me. So let's inhale for positivity and peace and stability enjoy and exhale I release the things that don't benefit me that don't belong to me they can no longer take up space in my life I release them into this field because this field has the space to absorb that energy and I do not. Deep breath in. Let it out. Let's let your head drop with your chin touching your chest. I'm gonna bring it back up slowly. Roll your head to the right. Around.
Roll your head to the left. Around again. Roll your shoulders forward. 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 Now back. 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 Release them, let them drop. Clench your fist. Take a deep breath in. Release it. Release your fist. Again, clench fist. Inhale. Release. Exhale. Again, clench fist. Inhale. Release. Exhale. Roll your head to the left. To the right. Bring your head to your chest. Slowly. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Bring your head up slowly. Drop your shoulders. Drop your hands. Open your eyes. This has been your cool down. All right, y'all, we have come to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for all your likes, your follows, your subscriptions, your love. It means ever so much to me. It is genuinely appreciated. Every time I see that one of you has listened or you comment on one of the episodes, it fills my heart with joy. Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts and prayers. Because some of you reached out to me on Instagram like, are you all right? I haven't seen, I haven't heard an episode or I heard some craziness about your truck you guys have been great um I just I knew I needed to take time to make sure I was in the right place in the right space before I uh, completed this episode for you because who am I to preach (laughs) about mental health and wellness and not practice what I preach and if things are overwhelming you have the right to take a step back Word to everyone who's ever needed a break because life got freaking hard. But you'll get another episode very quickly because of this. Be safe. Love on yourselves. Love on your loved ones because life is very much, uh, it's it's wild. (laughs) And you never know what happens. You never know what's going to happen. So don't not set a boundary. Don't not say I love you. Don't not take that chance. Take that leap of faith. Don't run for that opportunity because life is wild, my child. Do everything you can with the time that we have. I love you all. And in the words of the illustrious poet, do it like you'll be there, baby. I crack myself up. All right, y'all. We out. Bye.